this is the season finale of Throwing Down. We'll be last show for 2021. We'll be back next year with new shows in 2022. Now, one of us is going to die tonight. And it's killed by the other co-host. Who will it be? Who shot JB, the cliffhanger? It's Joe Batanz. It's Adam Burns. We are throwing down! at the top of the show my name's joe batanz and i am here and i'm queer so you better get used to it but i don't do this show alone i do it with my good buddy this show this show cannot be without adam burns and it can't be without me it's the mouth of the south the huge cock from little rock it's mr adam burns hello joey oh wow that's a little throwback to a show i used to do called catching up Hey, Joey. This is just a little show where we uh, call each other and we catch up. We've been doing it for, we've been friends for over 15 years. How long have we been friends? I don't know. Uh, a while. I feel I went to, I feel like my first Pride 48 was 2013. So that would have been when I first met you. So about, let's take a year off just for whatever. I would say seven or eight years. Yeah, probably. We were definitely, we were definitely friends in 2015 because that's when we did Finding Prince Charming together. And uh, that was uh, you know, that's like six years ago. So we've been friends for a while. It feels like only yesterday. Feels like only yesterday, right? Anyway, Adam Burns, this is a show we call Throwing Down. This is the last one of the season. Are you excited? Did you know yeah. that... Um, so for whatever reason, my other co-host, Daniel Brewer, thought that this show was a cooking show. You, uh, you know what? And then, what? No, it's funny that you say that. I was just talking to somebody who's a huge Afterthought fan, and I said, oh, what do you think of throwing down? He goes, I don't listen to it because I don't like to cook. <laughs> and I said, well, this isn't a cooking show. Yeah, well, it, and he had two, I, I guess, two reasons. We have the cooking segment, mm -hmm. and then the other reason was the name of the show, Throwing Down, there is a Bobby Flay show mm -hmm. on Food Network. Yeah. Called Throwing Down. Yeah. And uh Bobby Flay did not apparently get a new contract with Food Network, so he's gonna be gone. Yeah, we're taking over. After this year. Yeah. We're taking over. If I got a contract at Food Network and I was like, Adam Burns, here's a good question here. Let's say I got a contract and there was like, you can have a co-host with you, right? And it's a yeah. cooking show called Throwing Down. And so obviously you'd be the natural person I would ask. But the, the requirement would be you'd have to move to Los Angeles and you would make – I'll make it reasonable. Okay, I'll make it, I'm going to make it kind of tempting. You would make about $25,000 less a year than you do now. Oh, I mean – I would probably enjoy doing a show more than I enjoy my current job, but the cost of living is much higher in LA. Yeah. Yep. So uh, twenty five thousand dollars less, I'd I'd basically be a poor person. Mm -hmm. That that would be a hard decision. I don't know. I do. 
I don't. I can't readily the way, come out with an answer. Hold on for Joe. a second. Excuse me, everyone. I know what Adam Burns makes, and twenty five thousand dollars a year less is not a poor person. But okay, go ahead. But I mean, in L.A., the cost of living is much higher. Like this house mm-hmm. would be three times what it is here. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Send me in a LA. text message. Send me a text message of what you paid for your house. Okay. And then tell me what kind of neighborhood you want to be in or whatnot. And and then I'll tell you how much it would cost here in Southern California. Well, I can just tell you it's, it's a four, it's a $400,000 house. Okay. And what, what kind of neighborhood would you want that to be in? Um, what do you mean by what kind of neighborhood? Like, I, I don't want to have to have bars on my windows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, a suburb kind of, suburby kind of. And how many you know, square feet is your house? 3,000 square feet. Okay. I'm going to actually put you in my parents' house. Not my parents, my parents' neighborhood, which is very that, okay? And very decent suburban neighborhood. 3,000 square feet. I'm going to say here that's going to run you about in this neighborhood. And this is not even the most desired. If you were in Orange County, it'd be even more. I'm going to say it would run you about 1 million, 1. Yeah, that's million. what I'm saying. Yeah. Three, two to three times. Well, three times. No, well, not three. Three times would be 1.2. But I, I, was, think you could, I, think, I think it'd be about 1.2. Yeah, so I mean, three times the amount, making twenty five thousand less. Mm-hmm. I'd have to think about it, mm-hmm. but it'd be—I'm sure it would be a fun job. Also, the other thing about that is it's very risky because that could get canceled after a season, and then, then what do I do? You can't go back to Walmart and be like, "Sorry, I'm homeless." Yeah, just and also, you know, also would um. Would Mark, your boyfriend, come out with you? Because I mean, there's pros and cons there. He had to leave his job, find the same oh, thing, job, do the same thing. He told me. He told me the other day, because you know I complain about my job a lot. Mm-hmm. And he told me the other day. Um, he said, "By the way, I'm not mentioning the name of my work anymore. I, I think you forgot momentarily." Did I say it? Yeah, you did. Um. Oh. Anyway, but he he told me the other day. He said, "If you want to look for a job somewhere else, mm-hmm. I will follow you." Mm-hmm. He's, he's not he's not married to this area at all mm-hmm. he has his uh he has his green card now so he can apply for other companies if he wants to what's funny is if you move to southern california there are different parts where there are huge pockets of filipinos so he'd be very happy he'd be like a pig and shit is there jolly bee that's like his i'm not even joking i'm not even being funny about a five-minute drive from my house are the world headquarters for Jollibee. Oh, well, he'd be happy then. He really likes – I, you know, I love Whataburger. Mm-hmm. He loves Jollibee. Yeah. So I, I would think about it. Sure. Let me know when you get a Food Network contract. Also, Food Network is in New York. I mean, I, I, they, I may, they may record some of their shows in L.A. I'm sure they well, but must. She must, yeah, she must. But the, their headquarters are in New York, so I've said this before. But, but I, I could be like the Pioneer Woman. The Pioneer Woman just lives like a couple of houses down from me. 
And Where does she the pioneer records, Does she really live in Arkansas? No, she she lives in Oklahoma, but she it's about an hour and a half from where I live. If you saw her walking around, would you just would you what celebrity besides that fat pig Mariah Carey would you like start crying if you saw them? Nobody. I I don't I don't get overly excited about celebrity. Even if I met Mariah, I wouldn't cry. I mean, why? She's a just a person. I think she's really talented, but or has been. I said that we brought this up life. before. This is not a new story. But we all know in the past that you used to break into tears, burst into tears. If no, I've ever never burst into Mariah. tears. I said, I have gotten, I, you've never seen me cry about Mariah Carey. I have stated that it has made me emotional when people have talked about her. But if I met her, I wouldn't get teary. I mean, my, I've met my favorite trumpet player in the world and I was just, I just shook his hand and said, Hey, I like your music. And that was it. And he's famous. Went in Marsalis. Um, you blow him? No, I, I don't find him attractive. But he, but he's your favorite trumpet player. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, well, I those would, two things are not related at I all. I am telling you right now, and I am not fucking lying. I'm going to say two things. Both of them kind of controversial. Stephen Sondheim, which, by the way, he is so fucking old. On Colbert, he was on Colbert a few weeks ago, and they couldn't even show him walking out or walking in because he's so old, right? I would... One isn't his eye like droopy and draining it's like clothes stuff and it's whatever like, like i don't know what's going on right i would 100 percent blow him i know he would shoot cobwebs in my mouth i don't care i would 100 percent blow him and i've said this before and i'll say it again the biggest dummy on this planet is this michael jackson he could have had sex with me so hard as a 12 year old and i would have told no one he was so hot to me in that like black and white video and like the the way you make me feel. I so. used to masturbate to Michael Jackson in the way you make me feel video. If he would have known that, I would have been I I, I should have just written to him. I would have if he would have known that, I would have been I would have been uh Neverland hanging out and like sucking his dick and and having I I'm not even being funny. And I know a person under 18 can't give consent. I am telling you right now, I would. And this, I'm only speaking for me. Okay. 100% have given him consent. He could have fucked me without a Jimmy. I didn't care. I I would have wanted to give birth to Blanket. Thank you. You uh, you could be the, you could be Macaulay. Is it Macaulay Culkin? Uh, yeah, I could have been Macaulay Culkin or the guy that used to uh, choreograph things on things and all that. Like, it's all, oh, what about the one from Stand By Me, Corey Feldman? It could have been him. Yeah. Didn't Macaulay uh, – no, sorry. Macaulay Culkin is in something that I started watching recently. I can't remember what it is, but he's in Home something. Alone? So he's, no. No, something recent. Richie Rich? So he's still acting. Uncle Buck? I'm going to have to look now and see what it was. I saw him in so, in something recently. Yeah, I mean it was something good that we enjoyed. I don't know. I don't know how to spell his name. Macaulay. Now, I call him Macaulay Culkin because my mom calls him. Let me see. I'm, I'm going to look at his IMDb right now. He's uh, IMDb makes it so hard now to see. Mm -hmm. You know what made me so hard? 
Oh Michael no, it Jackson. was his brother. It was his brother. What's his brother's name? Kieran Culkin. Kieran Culkin. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Kieran. It wasn't Macaulay. Uh, the last thing Macaulay Culkin was in is American Horror Story. Yeah. Which actually so, is uh, yeah. this year, 2021. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I want to talk about a couple of things here. Why did I say we needed to talk about our winter break on the air? Because you asked me a question. Let's talk about it on the air. So I don't know. We- I think you're just saying – I think you're just saying – Anything that we talk about, we should just talk about it on the air. I I would go, you'd be like, what's the weather like? Oh, no, no, no. We should talk about that on the air. <laughs> so we, so this is the season finale of Throwing Down. We're going to be – I know what it was I'm going to talk about. We're going to come back in very early January. Now, the reason I bring up early January, I want to talk about this, Adam. I am still scarred by school. Oh, it's succession. I'm, Sorry. Oh, Succession. succession. Yeah, yeah. I started watching that. Not sure if I'm going to keep watching it, but I started watching it. There we go. So, uh, I, uh, we're coming back in early January. I think technically we can come back very early January. I feel like the first is on like a Sunday or Monday or something like that. But, um, the, I have this thing and it's from when I was in school where like I used to get really depressed if we had to go back to school right after New Year's Eve. I need another week. I need a week to recover. No, that's fine because uh, make it as long as you want. I mean, oh, it's wow. fine with me. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. we'll we'll have Christmas stuff that we'll be doing, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. Should we do a special Christmas? Should we do a Thanksgiving and a Christmas throwing down? No, we should just take a break. <laughs> yeah, can we do the Thanksgiving throwing down? Just be the regular schedule. Yeah, I, I I love all the listeners, but we I I think we should just take a break. No, I'm gonna take a break. But, You're right. I'm always yeah. I'm easily talked into things. Anyway, Adam Burns, what is going on with you? And and I think you know there's a show topic that you think I I think you know what I want to talk about on your show. But go ahead. I'm um, not. Well, I don't know. I'll. I think I have COVID. Wait, what? what gonna... No, I haven't listened no, to this yet. Gonna... Well, okay, I don't – and I've been talking about it on the show, but again, I talk about everything on my show, so I don't know why I mm-hmm. keep apologizing. I do. I'm traumatized. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, no, I – you know, I went – so Mark volunteered at his work on Friday for their COVID clinic, mm-hmm. and they're doing boosters. Mm-hmm. And uh, And when he got there, they said, oh, have you gotten your booster or whatever? And he said, well, I don't qualify. For the booster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, I'm, yeah, I'm younger than 65. I'm not, no health conditions, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. said, has it been six months? And they, he said, yeah. And they said, oh yeah, yeah, you can take it. And they said, oh, and by the way, call all your friends and family. And as long as they've been six months or more, tell them to come on up because we have extra and we're, yeah. you know, we're going to waste it, you know, and all this stuff. So call your friends. They even, they told him, call your friends and family. So he called me and he said, hey, why don't you come? take the booster mm-hmm. and and um i was like oh we're gonna hike you know whatever but i did so anyway i went and took got the booster shot and um i have felt bad since then mm-hmm. i mean i woke up saturday i had a fever saturday a fever sunday mm-hmm. um i started coughing a little bit and the thing is um and I, I'm starting to feel better now. Like I feel a little mm-hmm. bit better now and I haven't had a fever mm-hmm. since Sunday. 
mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. I'm like, is it side effects or di- is it just coincidence? And I got coat like, and I could go take a test, I suppose, or go buy one of those tests. But I've just been now I'm going because I have an orchestra rehearsal tomorrow. And I thought, well, I don't want to give COVID to people. But then at the same time, one of, then take one of those rapid tests. I know I need to do that. I'm just, you know, I don't like to know things in general. So it's, it really is a struggle for me to. But Adam, you're clearly, you're saying you've gotten over the worst of it. What would you be? Yeah. The fever's gone. I, you know, the headache, all that, the body ache and all that stuff. But I, I had symptoms for all weekend Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm feeling better now. And so I'm just, I may, I may just go pick up one of the, so I don't know, but it's just, you know, it probably is just, uh, side effects mm-hmm. because they say, you know, you can get side effects one to three days after, and mm-hmm. they can last for one to three days as well mm-hmm. after they start. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's probably that. And Mark's like, uh, he's like, you don't have, I mean, he's not a doctor. How would he know? But I can still smell and taste things. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the more recent variants, what the what the mm-hmm. symptoms are. I try not mm-hmm. to look up symptoms of anything because then you I'll think I have it. Yeah. So a couple of things. One is you just reminded me of a story. So I had to go to the doctor just for like a normal checkup y thing, nothing crazy, and like shots and stuff. I had to get my flu shot, all that, right? So when I'm there, I asked about the booster, you know. And they go, well, you qualify because you are a diabetic. Okay. So I was like, okay, they're like, just go down to the other side of the building and they have someone who can sign you up. Right. I'm like, okay. So I go to the other side of the building and there's a small line and uh, there's a, a young guy there who's actually kind of cute. Right. But he's super loud. I can hear him saying everything he's saying. So it's just like, can you make it on Tuesday? At uh, 4 p.m.? Okay. And then, like, the next one is like, uh, just take out this form, go upstairs, and fill it out. And I was like, oh, God, this guy's loud, right? So uh, I go up to him. I go, hey, listen, I'm going to make an appointment. And there's a bunch of people around. And he's like, okay. He's all like, well, you're not 65. And I go, <laughs> yeah, I know. And he goes... Do you have any sort of underlying condition? And I go, yeah, I have uh, type 2 diabetes. Oh, you have type 2 diabetes? All right. And I was like, oh, God, this guy. Fucking HIPAA violation. Right? And so um, I should have been HIPAA. I should have just shouted it, you know? So I have an appointment tomorrow, and you're I've already been kind of anxious about it because my shot is at 250 tomorrow. So this might make you feel better, actually. So my parents got their booster last week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to say like Thursday. Okay. And my dad just that night, which is the same thing he got in the second dose as well. Didn't you get sick with your second dose as well? Yeah. Not as bad, though. I mean, this was a lot worse. Yeah. So uh, my dad got sick with his second dose and got sick with this one. But it only lasted by the morning he was fine. My mom was fine. And then like Saturday, which would have been like two or three days later, she was like, ah, ah, I'm dizzy. I'm dizzy. I'm <laughs> nauseated. I'm dying. Right. And I'm like, oh, what? And then she, she and, then, and then here's the deal. It's all psychological. 
because the whole weekend she was like <coughs> coughing, right? Yeah. Then on Sunday, a friend came over to visit her because you know she's recuperating from surgery. She didn't cough once when that friend was there. Zero times. Okay. Then the friend leaves, she starts coughing again. Anyway, then the other Well, she's probably doing that thing, you know, like if if it's a if it's a mild cough, you don't want to cough around people nowadays. Well, you know, so if you can do anything to, you know, hold it in. I've brought it up with her and she no, but she doesn't cough when she's on the phone, anything. So some other so our neighbors came over last night for dinner because I made chili to make with our jalapeno cheddar uh, scones that we made I made. And I guess uh they told them that they had just gotten over their covid symptoms from the from the shot from their booster that they had they had um so it seems to be a thing that people are getting Well Mark had uh, nothing. Mark was fine. My cousin. I talked to my cousin about it last night. He had nothing. I'm hoping I'm one of the I have nothing people. Uh, you know, maybe just, if I look on the bright side, I know it's not. I, I think I said this before. I, I'm just repeating myself. But maybe it just means I have a really kick-ass immune system. Yeah, and so I was going to tell you that like so you feel better. Kicking my butt all weekend. Like, oh, my God, you, re- you have something yeah. in you. <laughs> don't you remember that uh, before you got your second shot, you were worried that you wouldn't get a reaction? Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. You got a reaction. Yeah, this one. I mean, this was an actual because I had a fever. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't even and I never have a fever. Like I my temperature runs below normal most of the time. Oh, like I'm really? usually 97 point something. I don't know what mm-hmm. that means. I'm sure there's some medical thing. No, it doesn't. Actually, it's funny. You did. It is a medical thing. I read this really interesting article about how that 98.5 or 90.6 thing was developed like in the teens, the 19s or something like that, right? And that since then, as a people, because of health and whatnot and, and all kinds of things, our te- our body temperatures have lowered a little bit. So that actually 98.6 is still the standard, but it's actually 97, 98 seems to be more what people are having. Maybe temperature, maybe thermometers weren't as accurate. I don't know. Um, yeah, J- uh, uh, Jay Darling in the chat room is saying his brother has underlying conditions and got his booster and it knocked him on his ass. No symptoms with this person. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, but it's just like I'm going to have to see people again tomorrow. And it's am I going to play the rule at will, you know, with other people's lives and be like, yeah, it was just it was just, you know, take, take a rapid test. Yeah, I probably need to. We'll see. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but here's the deal. I'll make this announcement right now. If I get sick, there's no Hello Uglies. Lori's gonna. I'm gonna get a sub for Hello Uglies. I'm not gonna do record that sick. I did that once. It was awful. Anyway, uh, so I have a story to tell. So last after, right after we, you and I spoke last, the day after, I uh, went out. Uh, Lori and I, Lori Roggenkamp, my co-host on Hello Uglies, we went out with some listeners, Adam Burns. We went out with a stoot girl and her husband, a stoot boy. And right after, right after the episode, Hello Uglies went long, we had to like make a mad dash to go meet them for dinner. They were visiting, they had to go to a wedding at Disneyland, okay? And so we went to this restaurant that was kind of close to them, okay? And it was called Carl Strauss, right by the Anaheim Stadium, you know? And this candle, ooh, this smells good. And, um... 
So when I was getting ready to leave, kind of make a mad dash after the show, I decided, oh, it'll be funny if I wear that shirt that I have. I don't remember when I told the story about when my um, I was doing laundry and I, I, I my aunts came to take me to dinner. Yeah. And it was a shirt. It was a yeah, blue shirt yeah, yeah. that said, yeah, are you there, God? It's a me, Maria. Right? I go, it's, I made, I've referenced this shirt on the show. It'll be so funny if I wear this shirt to dinner. Right? So I wear the shirt to dinner. And so I show up at the same time with Laurie. She shows up. We walk up and there, standing in front of me, uh, are astute boy and astute girl. Okay? No mention of the shirt, no comment, but whatever. We're just saying hi, hi, oh, nice to meet you, blah, 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 right? They look like perfectly lovely people. Well, and, I, yeah. I wouldn't have remembered the slogan from the shirt. So, yeah. you know, I, I think, yeah, I, I don't even remember if you said the slogan. Oh, from my the God. Shirt Hold on. on. Emergency. Emergency. I forgot to do something. I have to do this right now. I'll explain what it is. I I would not have remembered the 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 logo from the shirt at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm the co-host. Yeah. Of course I don't listen to half of what you say. So I know. By the way, the emergency right now, you would relate to this. I'm making pork chops for dinner. And right before we went on the air, or like an hour before, I set the sous vide bath to heat up. And I was sitting here going like, oh, I forgot to put the pork chops in the sous vide. Oh, you didn't put them in. Yeah. Yeah. So luckily I remember right now, because actually this is a perfect time, to be honest with you. We're not, we don't eat till 6.30 and it's 4.30 here. Yeah. Anyway. That'll be about right. Two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. But she, wouldn't she notice the shirt and notice that it said, you know, are you there, God? It's a me, Mario. Okay. Well, I wouldn't have. But You wouldn't I, have read I'm my shirt? Saying, no, I have no idea what shirt you mentioned on that episode until you no, said, but wouldn't oh, you remember said like, that episode where. Yeah. Anyway. So we go, and when we walk in, uh, there's a hostess and she hands us each our table setting. And she goes, go ahead and sit wherever you want. Uh, order. Blah, 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 blah. She kind of swallows her words. She says, or you can order at the bar. And I go, so I say, is there table service? And she goes, no. And I was like, oh. So we, we just choose a table. And we choose a table that's outside. Outside of these like sort of like barn doors that are open. Okay? Outside of the patio on the street side. And uh, we sit down. And there's a QR code on the table. And so if you scan the QR code. I'm sure you have these in Arkansas too. It takes you to the menu. And what I actually really like is you can buy the food directly from the app that you open it up in. Oh, that's good. We have that here in Arkansas, but generally it just takes you to some crappy yeah. like PDF document or whatever. Yes. And then uh, that's what know. I've only seen. That's why I've never seen it where you can actually buy the food and the kitchen gets the order, you know? So, uh, anyway, I, but my original plan was I was going to pay for dinner for everybody. So I was like, Hmm, how do I do that in a sly way? So what I did was I decided, you know what? I'll just buy, all the appetizers. So I ordered a fucking just fl- a suite of appetizers. I just did everyone except for ones that were gross. Okay. And then I ordered myself a burger. And then I go to Laurie. I say, hey, listen, Laurie. 
I'm going to buy your burger or whatever you're going to, your entree. Pick your entree. Okay. She takes the phone immediately. Adam Burns, she's like, I think I accidentally had deleted the apps. And I'm like, what? So I had, a, I took the phone back and I have to now choose the apps, you know, that I had before. Well, when I did, I was like, okay, I, I replaced them. I checked out. I forgot about Lori ordering her entree. It's like, oh, I forgot to order. Let's just do this all over. And then, a, but a stoop boy who was going to the bar was like, no. Well, Lori kept going like this. Well, I don't know who's going to buy my food now. I'm like, buy your own food. But she was like, Astute Boy was a gentleman and was like, I will buy her food. I'll go to the bar. And what do you want? And she tells him her order. Adam, these appetizers come. There are so many appetizers. It's so big. I'm embarrassed. And I stuff my face in the appetizers. I don't care. I don't even, I barely touch my burger because I'm so full. So now everyone's gotten their food. They've eaten, okay? A stoop boy has shown us his stomach. It's a whole thing, okay? Wow. And then I can tell it's 9 o'clock, and the restaurant closed at 9, which is so weird. It's 9 o'clock, and the waiters start doing that thing where they're, they're around you. They're cleaning up all the other tables around you to give you the hint like we're closing. They like sit down at the one next to you and they're wrapping their, their, you know, napkins or whatever, rolling oh, the yeah. napkins and they're doing it right. So you can see yeah. them out of the corner of your eye. They didn't quite do that, but yes, they, but that's exactly, you got the idea of what they're doing. And then they're, they're doing everything, putting the tables in. We you know we were outside bringing those tables and chairs in. It, the vacuum I, cleaner comes on. Adam, yeah. yes. And I, and I was already worried because Lowry works. At like she gets up at 5 a.m. So I was like worried about her too. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess maybe they're kind of giving us the hint that we should go. I was totally ignored. And by the way, you might think, oh, it's Joe Batance, superstar, podcasting superstar, Joe Batance, founder of Afterthought Media, Joe Batance, right? Adam, I was so ignored at this dinner. They were all about Lowry. They were talking to Lowry. No one talked to me. They were talking to Lowry the entire time. I didn't say anything because like this is clearly the, this is clearly the let me tell you this. They had music at the thing. This is what the music was playing. I know you're not a big afterthought person, but if you were, you would know that's the official theme for the Lori show. Okay? That's what the theme was playing. They're just talking uh-huh. to Lori the whole time. I'm just super quiet, just sitting there like a, a shrinking violet. Okay? And I go, uh, do you think I may... Well, first I say to a stuker, I go... So one when a stoop girl went to when a stoop boy went to the bar to buy Lori her food, I go, "Hey, a, a stoop girl, do you see my shirt?" And she goes, "Yeah." Anyway, Lori, did you uh, where did you get your nails? I'm like, oh, "No one cares about me, right?" So then I go, "Hey guys," I'm like, "Hello," I'm like, "Hey, do you think maybe we should?" Go? They just completely ignored me. Now. Adam, remember I told I'm you still were... thinking who would remember that shirt? Like nobody knows what that shirt is. Like I, you're so concerned over that shirt. Like I, it's this. I'm gonna shirt. give you. I'm gonna tell you something. No one. This shirt is a bust. Because then I to to prove it, I wore this shirt out in public in walking the streets with John Paul. We walked. We walked everywhere. T- busy streets. Uh, to b- very pop. Not one person commented on this Fakakta shirt. The shirt is a dud. Anyway, also who uh, who comments on shirts? 
No, I've never had someone come up to me yeah. and be like, oh my God, that shirt is so funny. Also okay. in the chat room, Cindy says, Lowry's seasoned salt was invited to this dinner. You you pronounced Lori's name really weird a couple of times. You said Lowry. Come on. A couple of- it, it, people, I know you don't listen to Afterthought Show, but if you're questioning my pronunciation of her name, you are not a true afterthought. An, a true I'm afterthought. Just a, I'm just a co-host. Yeah, you're just a co-host. A true afterthought will perhaps educate Cindy. Anyway, um, what I'm going to tell you is, so then finally, they, you know those barn doors I tell you that were open? They start, and they have those loud metal, like, pulleys. Like, the doors are in pulleys. And they start closing the doors. Like, you, you know, the kind of doors you see in a warehouse. I don't know if those are called barn doors. I made that up. But the doors that you think when they open a warehouse or the back of a truck, that's what the doors are like, right? And they start rolling them down. Finally, a waiter comes. Because no one's getting the, Well, I've gotten the hint, but no one else is getting the hint, right? Uh, The waiter comes up, right? And he goes, hey, we're closing. You guys got to go, right? You don't even so, say. Usually what they'll do is they'll be like, is it, are you all good? Is there anything else we can? No, nope, yeah, nope, we're because uh, no, they're like things these, up here. Uh. Yeah, these fat pigs—they've gotten everything. We're we're we're, we're kicking them out. <laughs> so then we walk outside, right? And they're the, the, the Lori and the Stutes—they're just talking and talking and talking. Now at this point, I'm just like worried about Lori now, right? Because I'm thinking I shouldn't have been right, but like, and Lori's like. Because a stoop boy loves the Anaheim Ducks, right? Which is a hockey team. Lori's like, ah, my dad works for them and he can get your tickets anytime you want. And I was like, does Lori want to fuck a stoop boy? What is going on here? <coughs> I have COVID. And then um, finally, uh, they, they want to make it in time to go somewhere else. We They invited us, but we, I was like, I'm not going. Lori's like, I gotta go to work. On the way... Home, I called Lori and go, Hey, I want to apologize. I was trying to help you get out of there. And she was like, I would have stayed longer if I didn't have to work the next day. I would have gone with them. And I was like, No, they're very nice people, Adam. Very nice people, lovely people. I'd hang out it with them. It sounds like it. I'd hang out with them again in a heartbeat. Well, no, the only thing they can't get the hint of when the restaurant's trying to close. <laughs> and uh, and also, Stu Girl, next time you meet Joe. No matter what he's wearing, you need to mention his shirt. It could be a plain black shirt, which is generally mm-hmm. what Joe will be wearing. Mm-hmm. Just say, oh, my God, a plain black shirt. Yeah. Anyway, that's my story. Adam, are you ready to do our cook, our last cooking segment of 2021? I'm ready. Now, on this one, the tables were turned, everybody. <laughs> Uh, Adam already has his December, November, no, I'm sorry, November, December issue. He already has it in his hands. It's so weird. Not, I still have not received mine. It might come today. I haven't checked the mail yet today. But oh, um, did you get the recipe from the PDF and the Discord? Yeah, Is that what? Okay. I got, thank thanks to I'm a Librarian, I was able to get this week's recipes. Uh, because Adam, we went through Adam's issue and we chose the two final recipes of the year. And what we chose was uh, a ribeye steak with uh, bacon bourbon relish and oh no I'm sorry bacon bourbon compote correct and then uh, a, a cheddar jalapeno uh, scone uh, which one do you want to talk about first Adam 
Well, I cooked them together, so but we could do mm-hmm. it in the order that you did it in. So I think you okay. did the the steak and and potatoes yeah, I did, first. I did the steak and mashed potatoes and uh, bacon bourbon compote first. Um, now let me ask you a question before I because I cooked my steaks sous vide. I got ribeye steaks. I cooked them sous vide. Did you do the same? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And so what I will say, because the, the actual recipe has you, like, actually, like, like, you know, um, what, I can't remember terms right now. What, well, you know I mean, you have is. to sear it, but then flip Thank it you. every two minutes. And yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, not yeah. Good. I'm not good at temperatures of meat. I'm like, good at it, but just sous vide is so much easier. Yeah. It just guarantees perfection. And here's what I will say. I got two good ribeye steaks, and we, we the three of us had it. Is I believe the bacon bourbon uh, compote is there to mask almost like cranberry sauce to mask uh, uh, an uh, an overdone steak. So if I'm being honest with you, the bacon bourbon compote compote, which consists of bacon and bourbon and shallots, it was very simple. It wasn't very hard. It was good, but. The steak I had, it was sous vide, and it was, and, it, and I seared it properly. It was just like a perfectly chef's kiss done sous vide steak. Was so good that I didn't want nor need the bacon bourbon compote. What, what did you think, Adam? Um, my steak. So, did you sear it after you took it yeah. out of the sous vide? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I did not get that feeling. I could see where you would say that if you're a person mm-hmm. who really loves steak. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just really like the flavor of steak or whatever, mm-hmm. but and you did ribeye, yeah, I did a ribeye. Okay. No, I like steak, but I really need some. No matter how good the steak is, I need something with it. I'm a steak sauce guy, or like horseradish sauce, or some sort of jam, or something. Like I always have something on my steak, so I never eat just eat a steak without something on it. You know, a oh really? Oh, you see, oh, okay, you know. yeah. I generally eat a steak if it's if it's well made. If it's a good steak, I usually have it zero sauce. No, I I'm not a dry steak sort of person. So mm-hmm. uh, so I would not have had that thought. Like that wouldn't have crossed my mind. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but I did do sous vide, and um, I actually overcooked mine a little bit. I know you say sous vide. How did you overcook it? Well. I don't like medium rare, and so I went for a um, like a more of a medium in the sous vide. But the problem okay. was I needed to sear it. The searing it got it even more done, and it went to like a medium well, which is not what I, I was trying to do. A little bit less done than that. It was still great, but I I think next time I if I was to do it again, I would do the one twenty eight that they called for because I did like one. 30 something like 134 or something like that i would probably do the 128 because when you sear it it's going to raise the temperature some more and uh bring it up you know a little bit but i really like i do want to say this though the steak was great i mean ribeye is always good um in sous vide it's always great because you don't you know perfectly tender like all of that mm-hmm. that was all good um i really liked the bacon bourbon thing i would do that i would put that on chicken I would it was put it really on pork. I would really put it good. on anything. Yeah, I'd it was put it on I, yeah. I don't want people to think that I didn't think it was good. It was very good. It was very, very good. 
I'm just saying the the beef that I had didn't need it, but that's the way I am. And also, you know, I've made smashed kind of potatoes before with red potatoes and blah, blah, blah. blah. This is, I will say it was very clever to boil it in the milk. I had never done that before. I hadn't either, and I thought that was clever as well. I'm not sure that I've ever done that, and yeah. I thought that was a good idea. Because then you don't have to drain it at all. You just, yeah. like, smash it right there, and it, it was good. They were good. I love mashed potatoes, so yeah. I'm, I, generally I'm not going to find a mashed potato that I don't like. Yeah. I liked them. Mm-hmm. I did add a little bit of garlic because yeah, fine. I like garlic in my mashed potatoes. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a great thing. So that was a – and that was a dinner tonight recipe. It was done fairly quickly. Um Cheddar jalapeno score, jalapeno score scones, and I, which is weird because I know I'm very curious to hear what Mark thought because he doesn't like spicy food. But I, well, anyway, cheddar jalapeno scones. Okay, I didn't put the jalapenos in it because I just he doesn't like spicy, so there's no comment there. Um, I was in a hurry and I wasn't feeling good, so I didn't devote the care and attention I normally would to a baked good, as you can see by the shape of them in my photo, because your shape mm-hmm. looked perfectly triangular and like uh-huh. you know and mine look like little centipedes on the plate or something like that because um i didn't want to overwork the dough and and it was pretty wet when i when i first mixed it mm-hmm. and so when i tried to cut it into triangles it was hard to get it to hold the shape and so when i went to pick it up off the surface the the marble countertop Mm-hmm. Or quartz or whatever our counter—I don't even know what our countertop is. But anyway, it didn't. It kind of deformed the shape a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, I could have spent more time and dusted it with flour better, and you know, gotten the shape better. But I didn't because mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling great. Yeah. Um, I liked the taste of them. Uh, I thought they were good. It was it was basically a biscuit with cheddar cheese yeah. in it. I thought mm-hmm. they were going to be sweeter than they were. I would have actually put more. I did the honey butter. I probably would have put even more of the honey butter on it or just straight up honey because I felt like it almost needed some sweetness. I could see that. I was actually even thinking it might have been good if you replaced the flour, even though I don't know where the chemicals would come in on this because I think it's kind of – but like with Jiffy Corn Mix somehow played in there. Um, It needed a little bit of something. I don't know what it was, but you're right. It was good. I'm going to tell you. The neighbors came over. We had it with chili. Huge hit. It went – uh, everybody, my parents loved it. They loved it. So, and also, and the other surprise, but you wouldn't have known this. I don't blame you, because my dad doesn't like spicy food either. Like Mark, so he was worried, but it was not even hot at all. Not spicy at no. all. Well, you know, and uh, people always tell me because I just think it tasted like a biscuit, basically mm-hmm. with cheddar cheese in it, which I like. I love a biscuit. Two comments I want to make. Yeah, people always give me. Back, uh, back talk or whatever about saying that a biscuit and a scone are the same thing. A biscuit and, the, and a scone, basically the same thing. I am from the South. A savory scone and a biscuit are so similar. But, and, and the other thing is how people don't like biscuits. I don't understand. Mark hates biscuits. And then this guy oh, on this really? show that I was watching the other day on this YouTube was like, it's dry like a biscuit. Like biscuits are just so dry. I love biscuits, man. I love a biscuit. But are you, can, was it a British call, show? Because they call cookies biscuits. Are you sure they wasn't talking? To- no, it wasn't. A, it was not a British show. This person knew what a biscuit was, but he was a New Yorker, and so you know oh. he's not from the south. But I love mm-hmm. biscuits. 
I mean, yeah, normally you're going to put butter or jam or jelly or gravy or something on the biscuit. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love biscuits. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we don't, we don't have to pick anything for the next time we do this. Uh, real quick, uh, do you want to do your Weight Watchers uh, check-in? Uh, I gained 0.2 pounds. I don't know, like, what happened. I, I did Weight Watchers all week long. You were sick. That will affect it. Because you start holding fluids. I don't know. I, I, we couldn't walk a couple of days because it's been rainy here. Mm-hmm. And so we couldn't walk. And so I got less exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, I'm okay. I, I felt like it was just kind of flat. You know, gaining 0.2 is like nothing. So I mm-hmm. felt like it was just like I stayed the same. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you, and this has been a waste of October, stayed the same completely, which, believe it or not, I see as a victory, because I haven't necessarily been so careful about my Weight Watchers points. I've been a little, but not Are you going to continue careful. it out even while we're not recording? Yeah. I like Weight Watchers. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, Adam. Well, I, did, I didn't for- know if you had a goal or, like, you were just doing it for moral support, and when we're not recording, like, I, I don't know what your goal is for yourself, I so I didn't. I need to lose weight. Uh, all right, well, that's going to do it for the cooking segment. What else is going on with you, Adam Burns? Uh, well, this is a, this is a small one and I always hesitate. Well, first of all, you said you, there was something that I had talked about on my show that you wanted oh, to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why there don't is. you bring that up? Because okay. it might be more interesting. Well, give me the headline of the other thing. Oh, it's just a comment my mom made. Uh, um, well, I think they all might be wrapped up. They might be wrapped up. So I was listening to the Geeky Gay, and I was catching up, actually, on Geeky Gay. And you were like, well, I'm going to tell a story right now, and I'm sure it's going to be real controversial. I can already see here some of my co-hosts' eyes rolling right now. And then you told a story about how you weren't allowed to leave church uh, because there, were no, there wasn't enough. The, the audience was so, the congregation was so packed. And they assumed that the orchestra went and sat in the, with the congregation, that they were like, oh, well, orchestra, just stay where you are for the remainder of the service. You wanted to go home. So you had to hear the service and you were dismayed by how hateful and sort of mean it was. Correct? Am I saying anything wrong here? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. And, and I just felt like most of my co-hosts would be like, oh, God. You know, basically. Maybe yeah. not you, but like Daniel mm-hmm. and Auntie Scott mm-hmm. and some yeah. other folks. But you were saying things on there. I should have pulled it that were making me so sad because, and I, and what's, what's difficult with you is I can't tell. And sometimes I think that it's on purpose. I can't tell when you're being serious or when you're joking, uh, when it's tongue in cheek or when it's not tongue in cheek, when it's completely sincere. And sometimes I think it's a little of both with you, but there was a part where you were like, I could find another church, but this one has the best orchestra. And I'm like, why would you stay at a hateful church because it has the best orchestra? Joe, the only reason I go to that church is for the church orchestra. That is the only – if I – if I there is nowhere else that has a church orchestra in my area at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I stopped going there, I wouldn't be able to play my trumpet anywhere because right now I don't have any other avenues to play. Mm-hmm. That is the only reason I would not go to a Baptist church ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is no way that I would choose a Baptist church of my own volition. I go there for the music program. That is it. So then what I would say is, what I would say is then you don't go to church. 
Well, you, you're saying I don't currently go to church or yeah. you're saying I shouldn't go to church? No, I'm saying you currently do not go to church. If you're saying you're not going there for the church service, you're just going there. Yeah, that's uh, true. For, yeah. So, no, because they're my, hateful. Baptists are hateful. So about anybody your, that doesn't conform to their little, you know, what how they're supposed mom, to be. Is your mom Baptist? Well, she goes to that. I mean, she never was my whole life. Like, we never went to a Baptist church. We mm-hmm. we went to a non-denominational church. Mm-hmm. Um, but they go to a Baptist church now, so I guess they consider themselves to be Baptist. But mm-hmm. um, growing up, she wasn't. But that's the church they decided on when they moved here. So and what so, did she say to you? Did she finish reading the book you gave them? Oh, I don't know. I didn't ask her. I just wanted her to read it. Although – um, a win, and I don't know if I mentioned this on throwing down. I mentioned it somewhere, but my aunt had gone to take care of my mom after she had her knee, her little orthoscopic knee procedure that mm-hmm. she had. Yeah. And my mom told her about the book. Mm-hmm. And my aunt is more liberal. My aunt and her daughter and like though that part of the family is more liberal. Mm-hmm. She's the one that a long time ago, I, I mentioned my mom said, oh, your aunt Pam's wearing her. Democrat, oh, Democrat mask. Oh, okay. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, my aunt Pam texted me, um, the next day and said, Hey, can you tell me the name of that book? Mm-hmm. I really want to read it. Uh, the Methodist church is going through a split and we, I want some talking points. Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, and then now she started reading it. She texted me the other day and said she loved the book and that she was giving it to her husband to read and then her daughter. Mm-hmm. And so, I felt like I had, you know, one, but I mean, they already kind of agree with me more than more so than my parents. But no, mm-hmm. my mom, by the way, I'm reading another book that's good. Although this guy goes a little further than I'm comfortable with mm-hmm. away from Christianity. Um, he was a pastor, but the book is really good, though. It's called If God is Love, Don't Be a Jerk. Okay. Finding a Faith That Makes Us Better Humans. It's by mm-hmm. this guy, John Pavlovitz. Mm hmm. And uh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Anyway, um, if you are someone that is like me, because I'm in this, I mean, I think we all know this, but I'm in this part of my life where I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I consider myself to be a Christian, but I don't like the way most of them behave. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they really portray an image of Jesus as they should. Like, mm-hmm. how can you be a Christian and be for border walls or mm-hmm. be, you know, hateful to all these people, you know, that that they're mm-hmm. hateful to? Like, it doesn't make sense at all. So if you're a person that's in that situation, that's a good book for you to read. But mm-hmm. my mom, no, this was unrelated. This is just, I, I feel like my mom has been manipulative my whole life and I haven't realized it, mm-hmm. you know, until until recently. She texted me. And reminded me that we had a that we had a an event this weekend. We were supposed to go to a football game, and I had totally forgotten. And it was an expensive thing because my stepdad bought tickets. It's a Razorback game, and you know whatever. That's like the big team in in Arkansas, the big football team. And uh, and my brother's coming up, and we're supposed to go with him anyway. And we had already bought tickets for Eternals on mm-hmm. Saturday. 
And Mark gets irritated if I, because I don't ever write things down and I forget. And he likes to have mm-hmm. things planned out and he doesn't like plans to change. He likes mm-hmm. very scheduled, you know. So I'm like, okay, uh, I'll call you back tomorrow or whatever. So anyway, but then she says, oh, and we're going to have brunch before. And I know you haven't seen your cousin Brian in a long time. And I know you've been wanting to see him. Maybe we could have brunch at your house. And then Brian could see your house as well. Okay. So anyway, Mark and I talk about it. And I'm like, why don't you move? We'll still see the movie, but can we get an earlier ticket? And he finds an earlier ticket at noon. And the football game's at three, and they're both in the same town. Mm-hmm. So I said, why don't we just go to the movie? Mm-hmm. We'll have, you know, we'll just eat together, he and I. We won't go to their thing. Then we'll go to the movie, or maybe we'll eat before the movie or something. Then we'll go meet them at the football game. Mm-hmm. And so I text my mom, and I say, uh, okay, th- thanks for reminding me. Yes, we're going to the football game, but we can't do brunch. Mm-hmm. And then she texts back and says, um, she says, uh, so you won't see Brian, like frowny face. Yeah. Okay. You know, like that, right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't even respond to it. I was just like, oh, okay. I didn't really feel like that needed a response. But this is the manipulative, this is the manipulative part. Mm -hmm. The next day she goes, she texts me again and she goes, Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I butted in too much. Love you. What? What does that mean? And then, because I think she was trying to, you know, and then I'm like, and so I said, what? Butted mm-hmm. into what? What are you talking? I'm like, what are you talking about? And she goes, well, your life. I just thought you would like to see Brian. What's so and special about this Brian? I don't know. He's he's my cousin. I haven't seen him in a long time. I haven't seen him in probably 25 years. He lives really close. And I always mention, oh, I should see Brian because he lives really close. And I haven't seen him in 25 years. He what lives 20 hot? minutes away. Huh? What I think he's hot. No. Oh. He's a successful attorney, but no, he's not hot. Anyway, so I just think that was manip- – she was trying to send her texts in a very manipulative way to make me feel guilty. I feel. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to butt into your life, honey. But mm-hmm. I thought you wanted to see Brian. <laughs> yeah, well, I know that I know all these tricks. Your mom and my mom must have the meetings where they get together. Maybe I never even thought of her that way. But I've decided, and this mm-hmm. is not a story. I've decided. Well, I haven't decided. I I am interested in something called stoicism. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Sure have. Um, you know. You know me as a person who cares a whole lot about what other person, other people think about me. And I get very stressed out about yeah. things that I have no control over. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. And apparently Stoics only focus on things that they have direct control over and do not allow themselves to get emotional about things that they have no control over. Yeah. So I've decided that I'm going to get a book on Stoicism or watch mm-hmm. some YouTube videos or something and see if, see if maybe – I should, you know, become a stoic. Mm-hmm. Well, um, that's really good. I hope that works out for you. Back here on planet Earth, um, <laughs> have you ever heard of the magician Ricky Jay? No, I haven't. And I've normally heard of most magicians, but no. Yeah, very, very famous magician in the world of oh. magic. Very famous. Okay. Now, he's a character actor. 
as he was, he's, he's passed away, he passed away like a year or two ago. But he was a character actor, and if you saw him, you would recognize him. He was in a lot of very big things. He did a lot of David Mamet stuff, but he did more than David Mamet stuff. And did magic on Broadway, a very, very important magician, very, but also a well-known character actor. And he passed away, and, and what he used to do is he used to also write books about, like, uh, magic, and, and he really had an obsession, too, with, like, circuses and freak shows and all kinds of oddities, okay? So they recently had an auction of his um, estate. His estate had an auction of some of his belongings. And I'd known about it for a while. So I set aside some money. I Not a bit large amount of money. Just like, you know, what I was comfortable with to uh, possibly buy some things. Even though most of the things were way out of my budget. You know, you never know with these auctions. And it was over the course of two days. So I was watching this budget and there were things that I've seen before and I wanted, but they were like, the estimate would be like $2,000 and he'd go for like $12,000. So I was like, fuck that. And now the auction was ending and there was still nothing, nothing was in my price range that I wanted. Nothing that I wanted was in my price range. So it's like, here's a napkin that he wiped his mouth with. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Exactly. So, uh, I, uh, whatever. So I'm at home and I'm on the phone and I hear my aunt are over visiting my mom, you know, she had a neck thing and I'm whatever. I don't even pay attention. And then they leave and then I have to pee. I'm off the phone. I have to go pee. So I pee and I go pee and the bathroom is right by where my, all of a sudden it's by my niece's bedroom. But like, I see my mom in there and she's like lying on the bed. And the poster, that's where, that's where I was keeping the poster to like lay it out flat. There was a poster in there, a, a beautiful Star Wars poster. And I go, oh, let me move it so my mom doesn't like accidentally put her foot on it or something. And when I go there, there's a gigantic dime-sized drop of water, maybe even nickel-sized drop of water on the poster, or drop of liquid, I should say. And I go, ah, and I freak out. And I go, oh my God, oh my God. And I go like, I got to take it. I got to dry it out. And I like take it and I like, dab it and um, I put it to dry. And I'm like, oh, hopefully nothing happened. And I, you know, to be honest with you, because I was only keeping the poster. If it would have had a little bit of that paper warping, I would have been fine. Right. Adam Burns, it ruined the poster, ruined it, like literally ruined it. Like the colors ran. It, it, it was awful. The poster is ruined. Okay. So I'm really upset. Very upset because I very much like this poster. Now this poster is garbage. Okay. I've only so, recently found out that you're so into posters. Super into posters. Yeah. So I'm very, very pissed off. And and so I just, you know what? I'm just going to like, just get my mind off of it. It's just a poster. And I'm just going to watch the rest of this Ricky J auction. So I'm watching the auction, whatever. Things I don't want, things I don't want, things I'm not interested in, whatever. Right. And then my mom's like, Joey, from the other room. And I go, what? And she goes, how can I, uh, I feel really bad. Can I, can I buy you another one? I'm like, no, it's sold out. You can't buy them. It's sold out in like a minute. And I was like, I managed to get one. There's nothing I can't buy. I can't replace it. Or can I get it restored? And I go, it's not worth getting restored. It would cost so much more money to get it restored than it's worth. Right. And she was like, oh, I feel awful. Whatever. I go, whatever. Right. 
You're out, like, we yeah, out, you should. Yeah, well, I figured out what happened was Aunt Linda was using hand sanitizer over it, and a drop of the hand sanitizer, so it wasn't just water, fell on the poster. Whatever. So I'm like, whatever, no, whatever, coming out of the across the room. And I sit down, and I hear, like, you know, uh, winning bid goes to lot 5999. And I was like, oh, no, no. And then I'm, like, looking down, and it a, 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 a notification comes on my screen says, you won this lot. And I go, what? And I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, what did I just buy? What did I just buy? And I'm like, because things were going for, like, $70,000. And when you, this is not, and this is not some chintzy auction if it was a chintzy auction i would have been like Haha, no way it's fucking sotheby's right i had to go through a whole background check to even be able to watch the auction i had to actually talk to a live person to register it was a whole thing i had to give credit card i had to give everything i had to give everything away to be able to look at this and possibly bid right so i am now contractually obligated to buy whatever it is i bought and i'm like Oh, please don't be an eighty thousand. This is like this is like some I Love Lucy episode or something. I know, I it's know, like, you I know. know. <laughs> Thank God. So what happened? Here's what happened. I'll, th- I'll tell you what happened. Is the bid button okay? The bid button is in the lower corner. So what I was was I was when I was holding it, my finger hit the button. Okay, and. I what I won was actually I I was very lucky in a lot of fronts here. Even though it was not something I wanted or was looking for. It was uh a a poster, not a magic poster, but an old poster from 1914 and it was in my budget, okay? And um it actually I bought it for less than it's worth. So those are all good things on my front. Um so uh, I'm really, really upset, though, because now there were a few things that I could have bought that I can't buy now. I mean, it literally blew through my budget, okay? And I'm pissed. I get out of the auction, and I tell my mom, I'm going for a drive. I'm going to go for a drive. And I go for a drive, and I call Aiden, and Aiden finally says, he goes, let me see it, Right? And I show it to him. I tell him the story of the poster because I know the story of the poster. And he goes, I think this is really cool. This is actually the best thing you've shown me. Of all the things that you've shown me, this is my favorite thing. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. And that made me feel better. I showed it to my brother. and He thought it was cool, right? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. And like the, the worst I'm getting is, yeah, it's not really my thing. But now that you told me the story of it, it's really cool. And I was like, okay. Then I show it to this Taylor the Latte boy. That night. And I'm still feeling kind of shitty, but like I'm starting to feel better. And Taylor's like, meh, I don't like it. <laughs> and I go, oh, but let me tell you the story. I tell him the story. He's like, meh. Yeah, I don't like it. Wow, you made a real huge mistake. And I was like, I can see that. Me? Yeah, can't you just lie to me? Even why didn't why didn't you have your mom buy you one of the things that you wanted to buy to make up for the other poster? Because the post, the magic post, the, the mad—I mean, the movie poster was—I bought it for fifty bucks, maybe forty. Right now, it's worth way more than that because it sold out so quickly. But it's only worth like maybe a hundred and fifty, a hundred or something like that. I should see how much I could buy it for. Anyway, so. Um, Actually, that's a lot of money for a oops, I accidentally clicked the button. They don't have yes. any kind of, they don't have any kind nope. of oops, I well, accidentally no, kind of clicked the fun? button clause. Here's the deal. No, they do. So they do actually, 
if I would have if I would have noticed it before the auction ended, I could have retracted the bid. But I didn't know it until the auction was over. I had already won it. So, whatever. Well, Look, I, I guess I'll you probably, were lucky. If there were things going for $70,000, yes, yes. you could have been. Yes, I would have been in big trouble. I would have been, I would have been like, yeah, sorry, you're not getting that. So, uh, anyway, Adam Burns, what do you have going on for the next couple of months? Well, we're going to New York. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so we're doing, uh, we're going to see Hamilton and, uh, and we're going to see Book of Mormon. And one other, I want to see at least one other like. thing. Oh, I like it. Thank you. And it actually, it actually looks kind of uh, gay. You know what? It does look gay. You're right. It reminds like me of like right. a, like a Tom of Finland sort of yeah, or whatever. You know what? It does have a look like that. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I interrupted you. Uh, so we're going to do that. We're going to eat at Butter uh, New York, which is an Alex Gornichelli, uh restaurant. And we're mm-hmm. going to do that. And then we're going to do – we found a restaurant that's doing a prefix or however you pronounce that mm-hmm. menu for You're Thanksgiving. Right. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be good. And we're going to pick a couple of other nice restaurants and just have fun. And then Christmas – I really don't like Christmas anymore, but um, well, Mark loves Christmas. I don't know. I'm just not, you know, it, it's, it centers around family and I just don't love being around my family anymore. So it's just, mm. it's just like, eh, you know, uh, Mark loves Christmas. Like he wants to, he bought a parole, which is, um, what's that in the Philippines? Uh, they're really big into these lit stars. Um, Okay. That they hang around uh, Christmas and they're called paroles. And he's never had one since he lived here. And so he bought a really nice one. So we're going to put that up. And uh, yeah, so we'll um, hang out for Christmas. Daniel's coming. To, so that'll be to fun. Where, to wait to where you live? Yeah. For Christmas? Not for Christmas. He's coming on like December 4th, I think, just, just for one to day. Just to see you? Just to see you or? Yeah. No, well, Zach's family lives in Missouri. Oh, they're going to see Zach's family, but they're gonna they're gonna fly into one airport, and then we have an airport that's only twenty minutes away from us. Mm-hmm. They're only going to be two hours drive away from where I live, so they're just going to mm-hmm. drive here, hang out, and spend the night, and then get in oh. get on the air, airplane the next day. Oh wow! So. Jealous. How come I'm never invited there? You're invited. It, there's an open invitation to any of my I'm busy. Friends. I'm busy. Okay. Okay. Anyway, that's all I'm going to do. What are you going to be doing for the next two months? Oh, I'm going to be cooking and I'm going to be booking and I'm going to be doing a little bit of the, f- oh, well, you know what? You're going to be really bummed. You know who comes a week from yesterday, Monday? Guess who's going to be in town? I don't know. Well, I'm going to play a little music to show you. You'll see who it is. Oh, Mariah uh, Carey? If Mariah Carey wanted to have sex with you, would you have sex with her? Oh, no. I don't want to have sex with a woman. He went away and you hung around and bothered me every night. And when I wouldn't go out with you, you said things that weren't very nice. Yeah, 
Aiden flies in on Monday. Oh, I was thinking, why is that going to make me jealous? Because you've been spreading lies that I was untrue. Aiden, how long Aiden's is he gonna, staying? It's only for a few days. Huh? Only a few cool, days. cool. Uh, no, I was trying to think. I was trying to think. Who's the singer of that song? Like, who's coming to town? Like, I, I wasn't getting that at all. Yeah. Like, so there's gonna be a lot of cooking and fucking and just sucking. Do you want me to call you while we're having sex? No. I don't think Aiden would like that, and I I have no need of that. Wouldn't you want to hear me having sex? I don't have any need of hearing you or Aiden or anyone else having sex. Let's pretend, though, I just called you. Just say hello. No, my God. Remember remember the conversation that we had? But this isn't about you. It's about me. It doesn't matter. I don't remember any of this. No, wait. It was like, you don't want to talk about your sex life. I'm talking well, about true, my but... sex life. Just say hello. Hello. <sighs> yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. Oh. oh, fuck yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, just like that. Right there. Oh, yeah. Just like that. Oh, God. Adam Burns is listening right now. Oh. Who? Adam Burns from Throwing Down. Oh, yeah. He's listening. He's probably playing it for Mark right now. What would Adam, what would Mark say if he put it on speakerphone? Nothing. He would giggle. You're no fun. I know. Now, now I'm on purpose. Are you? Do you? I mean, come on. First of all, I I doubt that you guys sound like one of those Helix videos or whatever that you watch. Helix oh, he does, not me. or whatever. You know, I mean, I just can't imagine who actually sounds that way. Nobody. Nobody. Well, Adam Burns, that's gonna do it for this season of Throwing Down. I I love doing this show with you i know you see it as a burden do we have season numbers i guess this was season two or three so no (laughs) oh you don't like doing no we don't have technical season numbers no i love i love doing the show with you joe i i love it but well mix mix minus is your favorite show and then or mix minus your favorite show I don't rank my shows. They're like children. I love all of them. All right. You can't tell your children which one of them you love better, even if you do. Well, Adam Burns, have a happy Thanksgiving. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy New Year. I'll see you in 2022 on the other side. Uh, Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Well, you can go to geekygay.com. And I, um, I, by the way, I highly endorse this show. Jordan Darling started listening to it. He loves it. Yeah. Uh, you can also uh, go to my network, pride48.com, if you want to find a bunch more LGBT and LGBTQ plus friendly podcasts. You know, I was talking to a friend. I want to steal Gary from Portland from you guys. How much would you it cost? Steal him? Yeah, I want him to be an afterthought. 
I think that would be up to Jer- uh, G- Jerry. I think that would be up to Gary. Like, well, can he be both? True, he could. I, I he only could. Uh, but I think that would be Gary's decision. But, but here's the deal, because I feel like you guys stole Alex Lefebvre from us. I don't think so. Alex, does, Alex doesn't really pers- participate in anything anymore. I, I don't think he even listens anymore. Oh, all right. That makes me feel better then. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next year right here on Throwing Down. Y'all come back now next year. <laughs>